0: Welcome back to another episode of True Chat, Today's Temperature, another May Music production. And I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds. And this, my friend, is the last part of the three piece series of our group discussion around sex and sexuality. And is being a victim a choice? I watched recently the story of Mamie and Emmett Till told by ABC. And even if there was a black writer telling that story, it was still told by ABC. There's a level of trust that is being broken within the generations because of the boundary. I want to draw you all's attention to the pain, okay? Just the same as the younger generation lost trust because the generation that raised them, had them, raised them out of pure bitterness. That would be my generation. I see it. So they have a lack of trust, and it's hard for them to listen to the older generation to receive the benefits of survival on this planet because that we know well. We have to acknowledge and tell our own stories, create our own networks. So when you start to question the evil that we do, when we join evil, become fully curious and understand where and where it comes from, and why it's being done. It is important to respect and acknowledge those that came before you because if you do not, you are only repeating the cycle. You can't shift a little bit of it and leave a big chunk there. Then what we do is create another reality on top of that one. This is why, in our culture, there was a such thing as a griot, as well as gurus, okay? Now, do these stories need to be told? Hell yeah. We need to become curious and ask ourselves, why are they telling the stories now? One thing I will say, it should bring a lot more clarity to the younger generation On what the older generation before me, before Generation X, the baby boomers, and before then, what they experienced, what they went through, why we are the way we are. It's the elder's turn to trust that you will take these stories and continue to share them, share the truth of them. Who are you all going to be? I love the way Iman said it in the last episode that there was no failure and to see failure says a lot about the perception you have about yourself to all my religious my religious people and faith based leaders you all are going to be talking quite a bit about the saint and the sinner the saint and the dark passenger. My message to you all is that you tell your people the truth. Have them to understand that the saint cannot toss the dark passenger away, and neither can the dark passenger toss the saint. But the problem is today there has been so many saints that has just thrown the passenger the dark passenger out. They don't give them room at the table, so they don't get to speak. And because they don't, they just wreaking havoc. Our dark passengers are wreaking havoc. And because we don't know ourselves, we can't even identify it. So we blaming other motherfuckers for shit that our dark passengers are creating for us because the saint won't give them Room at the table to talk about his shit or her shit. My issue with the faith-based people, especially my Christians, is that you don't want to see that side. The leaders you all know is true because that's the only way you were able to get to the place that you are to lead these people in the first place. You know that's a part of the formula. They must become one. The saint and the sinner has to be able to hold hands and become one. Understand that we are both. And until you can sit with the dark passenger, you will always be feared. You will always be living in fear of death because that's what the dark passenger represents for most people. Okay? That means accountability. I do believe that most Christians get confused between, by handing their problems or th- handing things over to Jesus. That does not mean not accounting for what you've done. It's giving you the courage to deal with it when you hand it to Jesus. And when you're understanding the meaning of symbols, letters are symbols, Spelling, Casting spells. Again, teaching your congregation the truth so that they are not afraid or see people that do in a positive way to heal and uplift the very gifts that God gave. Jesus pointed out and showed us how to use them. It does not make us evil. Learn to use all the resources that God put on this planet, including his people. Her people god damn it so I urge you all Christians to become a lot more curious consider that the opposite of what you believe is just as true as what you believe without making what you believe wrong is not the way of the universe and it creates ripples which it has been for centuries we live in a huge world and the universe is massively, ridiculously bigger than your belief. Open your minds, open your heart, and let's go. Get up. Get up. Get let's up, go. Get up.
1: I think what you do when you get to the point where you have an understanding, you decide whether you're gonna stick to the reality that was given to you, or if you're gonna now change that. Um, I think that goes into the law of opposites or the law of, of as above, so below. I think it's both. I think it's a both and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's I think, you know, because all we can do, all I can do for my children is guide them in the best way that I believe that they should be going in the directions they should be going. But at a certain point, once they get to the point where they can fend for self, now they're gonna say, All right, now I get to take the ranks of my life. Right. And now I'm going to go ahead and continue on this path. And even with continuing on this path. This I'm going to go ahead and veer off and knock off. If it's like that, that, the TV show Loki, I'm going to go ahead and add a new, a new branch to this, Daddy. I'm glad you, you know, I'm happy for everything you gave me. But I, I've been, wanting I, I, I want to do karate for the rest of my life. I want to be a, you know, I want to play the piano. Yes, ma'am. And then I have to be mature enough to be like and let go and right. be like, okay, you know what I mean. And so I do believe that I create my destiny at this point in my time in my life. Uh, I do believe that at the same time i do have my wife who she has her own spot and i believe that we share that and we have to come to an agreement upon each other and i do know that her world can impact mine and we make sure that that uh our worlds fit together you know that they zip up together they they, they fit together you know, evenly uh, or smoothly as we possibly can though she eats meat and i don't that's the only differences we have at this moment but um you know uh i do believe that i hold myself accountable for every fucking that has happened to me since I was able to live on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm the talking new- about from getting from dudes trying to rob me, to getting jumped on, to getting into the fights I've been in, to getting into the bad relationships I've been in, to getting into the, the beautiful marriage I'm in now, to having the beautiful children I have now, to living the career and life I have now, to this conversation I'm having with you beautiful people at this very moment. I hold myself accountable for all of that which has happened, and I accept it, and that's it.
2: And you know what? I find it hilarious. Uh, You see it on Facebook all the time. I got a new job. Won't he do it? You know? But when you lost that other job, you didn't say, won't he do it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yes, indeed. (laughs) No, no, no. Mama, I got a better one for you. I got a better one for you. You get the new car, and it'd be like, won't he do it? And then you pull off the lot and get smacked by a truck and be like, the devil don't want me to have nothing. <laughs> you ain't never, you, it ain't never on you. You don't hold yourself no accountable for nothing. It's nothing. either God looked out for you or the devil took it away, but you innocent of all things. Like, nah. It wasn't
0: me. Hey, I'm writing a song called, It
2: Wasn't Me. <laughs> But Marquette, let me, let me tell you this real quick about the, the book and it might help you look at it differently. I struggled with it for years and years. But what we believe at the Centers for Spiritual Living is that we deal with the Bible on three levels. One is the literal level where, you know, Moses parted the Red Sea and Noah actually sailed off on the ark, all those things actually happened. And then there's a second level where <clears throat> it's a lesson for you. What like, like uh, you know, with the parting of the Red Sea. Have you ever been in a situation where it seemed insurmountable, like you would never be successful, you'd never be able to get through it, and what is the Moses lesson for you in that situation? And the third level is the highest level, you are everybody in the book. You are Eve, you are Adam, you are Moses, you are Noah. And what is your lesson in that role? So just think about that because that helped me because I didn't have no use for the book. No, so I'm
1: right there. I, you know what, Mama, listen, real talk. I'm going to have to take, take away from the, the, the conversation. I just want to say this. I am actually right there with you on that. Okay. Um, I don't subscribe to it in the sense my mother does because my mother's like a heavy, heavy Christian and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe in what she, but I do read the book and I do take what's from the book for example, I gave that example. That example, from what I understand, came from the book as far as children being innocent up to a certain age. But, uh, uh, um, but I agree with you completely because you could hell, not not to, and I'm not to make it fun. of being serious. I can learn shit from Doctor Seuss. I, <laughs> I damn crazy. sure can learn something from that book. You know, yes. and so the book yes. is very much so valuable. It is how you uh, how you look at it. So I do appreciate those words, and I will take heed to that. Yes, ma'am. Mama we're I
0: am. Um, I wanted to give everybody else an opportunity to answer the question about us creating our our own reality. Um, I don't,
3: I agree with what mama said to a certain point. Um, I don't necessarily believe in the making of realities of us. I believe reality is just reality. Reality is, um, I have no effect on my reality. I don't think I've ever had an effect on my reality. I don't think I ever will have an effect on my reality. Um, Those are just my beliefs. Um, Because I especially don't believe that anything that will happen or has happened to me is something that I made. Um, Because if, because if it's true that um, the decisions I made as a late teen um, have affected is of my doing, then that means I am the reason I got put out of my room and put out of a club that I wanted to join. Um, that would mean that I am responsible for the bad things that happened to me by someone else's doing. That's their doing onto me. I did not bring those people towards me. I did not make any of those people do what they did to me because of any negative or positive affirmations I say in the morning. Um, and that goes the same for me as a child, right? I, nothing I did had an effect on anything that happened to me. Not the clothes that I wore, not the things that I said, not the little dances that my five-year-old body may have did, right? Um, so yeah. Sorry, I'm anxious again. So I speak a little faster when I'm,
2: That's okay, and I would at at any point in the future, I would love to have a conversation with you. Not at all attempting to get you to change your mind, but just giving you some things to think about that are more empowering. So you know, if you're if you're open or interested, fine. And I and again, I'm not trying to get you to change your mind and make you wrong and make me right. That ain't what it's about. Oh,
3: I would say that I would have that conversation with you, and you can even try to <laughs> convince me that I am wrong. I'm more than willing to uh, hear you
0: out. In this, it's not about making anybody right or wrong. It's more so about sharing what you know based on your experience, whether it's your personal (laughs) experience that it happened to you or whether it's an experience that you have had and you have helped somebody else through. That's more of where where we're going with it. I'm saying it to say, when you're going into something and you're wanting to know, I always say, be curious, be curious. Um, One of the things we were talking about, you all were talking about the Bible and the whole religion, spiritual thing. I always see myself as a spiritual person. There are things that I do religiously but I am a spiritual person. I don't really like saying that a lot now because everybody's jumping on that spiritual bandwagon Mm. and I find that they don't really have a real understanding of what that is. And I say that because I still see me learning and growing through it. And the things that I know and I've seen myself learn through have been a lot compared to a lot of the people that's just now waking up. Woke culture. You know, my sister came downstairs and I was telling her about an object that someone gave me. And the object has some negative energy on it. And there are things that I do to clean or clear negative energy by using the different elements that we have here on the planet and for what types. And my sister, who's very heavy into uh, Christianity. But my sister's also a really good person. Her spirit is a good, she has a good spirit. So to me, you have good spirits and then you have people that have good spirits and then you got these religious people. And sometimes you can have good spirited people. Like you say, oh, cops ain't bad, but you working for an organization that is known to keep, you know what I'm saying? They came to keep, you know what I'm saying? This. So even though all cops are not bad, but you're working for this kind of organization, so what does that say? What how does that where, where do you stand in there? You gotta get in to fix the system, or da 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 da, da. Hmm. You have to be curious. Don't like you, you because when you're not, and especially Christians, it's almost like you're defeating what you say you believe in. If you have faith, then there should always be, and you know, Jesus. You, there you should never feel threatened nothing should threaten you you could also take because you know you're different just as much as your skin is different from the next person so just to clean that story up just to finish that up she went she her mind went into something that's all demonic she wanted me to get rid of it and i was like no i did this and so it just created where now you you're you're because you're in this dominated religion, you have this thing where it's because what you say is right and everything else is wrong. So the curiosity for me, which is another principle is, is it possible that somebody else can be just as right as you? Just the same as you're human and you don't look, your skin is different from mine, but you are human and you do bleed. You know what I'm saying? And so I say that to say that when you can put yourself there, you can then see other people and keep yourself at a place where I want my freedom. I'm going to let this person have a freedom too. Freedom to speak, freedom to be, so forth and so on. I, I would
1: just say this. Know. I would just say healing is, is crucial. And we, we won't get anywhere if we had not... In the real healing space, um, and this is a part of healing that this conversation was. So, if anybody listening thinking that this was a this wasn't about that, this is exactly what it is. Uh, being confrontational is not always about uh, 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 necessarily destruction. Destruction is not about being malevolent, or, or or deconstructing is not about being malevolent, and confrontation is not about malevolence. Uh, this conversation was about love. This conversation was about healing. This conversation is, is 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 geared around healing. And like I said, sometimes you have to like um, you have to chop down those layers, you have to deconstruct those layers, you have to destroy those walls, tear down those bricks, uh, or or put down that weakness on your shoulders and open yourself up. And it takes bravery. And so to to be, you know, to just to those who may be listening to to find that courage with, with inside themselves and to seek that healing. Like uh, like my sister, like like Tierra uh, said earlier, with this is some form of therapy. Uh, it's funny, I'm about to go visit my brother right now, who's one of my therapists. I gotta go take him uh, over to pick up some of his items for him, and I'm about to go see him. And I know he gonna be like, what you do today? What you do for some healing today? What you do to do this at the third? I'm gonna tell him about this conversation. <laughs> Like yo, man, I had a great conversation with some beautiful people, and so I want people to realize that this is about healing. Confrontation is just a word. But so the other side of that word it's about the intent. This, this confrontation and confronting these truths, these traumas, and this pain is about healing. And so that's and that's what this is. This is this. Is, this that's what this is. And to understand that, and that's it.
2: we need to develop a consciousness of healing is when i introduced myself i mentioned that joy and i had done some healing work and we have more to do and that doesn't mean we were healing something broken we were uplifting from an already healed place you know we were constantly uplifting and evolving and that's my goal in life to every place i leave i leave it more uplifted than when i got there and i try to do that for other people too so yeah it's all about healing i
3: feel like I want to say something to Mark Quinn. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um I while I don't agree with some of the things that you said, I do understand and recognize the pain that you've been through. And I th- think that because we've been through two different pains, our opinions come from two different places. But I did enjoy our conversation and hearing your uh, how you think. I like that.
1: Same here, sis. It's love. But for me, nothing. So let me just say this it's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to have com- these conversations. It's okay to to bounce ideas and to to not necessarily agree. I think we think when people don't, not, and I'm not saying you, but we got to get out of, and I'm, thinking, I'm talking about this as a society, period. We have to get out of the habit of thinking that when people disagree with us, that, that that automatically puts them in the enemy box. And they disagree with me. <laughs> it's like, yo, that's not, so what? <laughs> okay, and I can love you still and you not necessarily agree. You know, um, it's, it's, it's it's that simple. And and I think that's, that this is, that's also how true friendships and bonds build and true relationships build. Like I said, my wife eats meat. I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely despise it. I don't eat none of that stuff. And I don't disagree. I don't, you know, she's cooking it right now, literally as we speak. I can smell it. You know what I mean? That don't mean I'm gonna be like, I'm, man, I'm leaving your ass. You like burgers too much. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? No. We gotta understand what love, true true love is. And true lo- love is all encompassing. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, I disagree. Hey, disagreement is simply that. Um, and that's all it is. It's this that? It doesn't mean that we we gotta we gotta get out of Two th- just real quick two things I'm gonna make it quick as a society we're too based on consumption we are too based on consumption we need to change our value system and for me i changed my value system a while ago and it's in service i think service is way more way more better than consumption we always about what we can get and shit. What, what do we get out of this what, what do we get you know what i mean what, what, you know everything is about what i can get i need that money I need that, I need that, I need that car, I need this, I need that. You know, it's always about consumption. What the fuck can I give? That's for me now. And then that helped change a lot of things. And two, we gotta start really building true bonds and understanding what true friendship or relationships and love really is. I think we use it too much as a punchline. I love you. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What is real love? And love for me, if if I'm if I'm really being truthful and honest. I should be able to say, yo, I don't even know you since, but I have love for you. Maybe I know you, but I have love enough for you to be you. And you have the absolute right to be able to disagree, and you should be able to be comfort- comfortable in your disagreement. And I should be able to love you for that. And you should be able to be like, yo, I feel that way. That's why I think, that's why when she said, this it's a safe space, mm-hmm. that safe space piece is where love truly resides, where it's truly safe. You know, and so, you know Um, because none of us is really intent. our intentions is not about pain our intentions are about understanding and healing and and connection so you know anyway
4: I I wanted earlier none of us did trigger words that were positive to sex and sexuality and I I want to end with a word that has hit on so many different things that have come up to today. And the word that excites me and triggers me about sex and sexuality um, is polyamorous. Um, it excites me because it does answer that question that you asked, why will we sacrifice our little girl? Because that man gonna be gone, right? Well, <laughs> If I live in a world where women understand that we are sisters and we are this and that, you know what I'm saying, and we can share and be okay with that, or it could be the other, you know what I'm saying? I think that how you said being open and being curious, and then you hit Mark Quinn on property, my man, my woman. So polyamorous for me and creating a new reality, Right. Um, in my life now is being open to the fact that I have no ownership on anybody, nobody has no ownership on me, and being open to what that looks like to be free, totally, sexually, and around sex.
0: I think that is an awesome conversation, and I feel like, for me, I'm so wide, like, I'd be ready to I'm ready to dip, dab, and discuss mostly any and everything as it relates to sex and sexuality. A lot of times, but there's a there's a process and a pace. The conversations are deliberate, and I'm looking for specific things to come out of it, which did. I'm glad that there were people, the people in this conversation that connect. I hope and want you all to go ahead and share information with each other. Uh, thank you, Damana and Michaela. the connection that you all have. Also, when I bring people to these circles, I'm also sharing my connections with you all. All right. So these people like in this circle are people, this, this is now a part of your family, a part of your extension. You can reach back. You hear something you like, you hear something you don't like, but you want to ask about it. Hey, you got somebody you can come and ask and feel safe and get that might not be able to get it from other people and no, that's that's to me is important i've always had that and i i I know that a lot of the peers that i you know a lot of my peers and people i grew up with did not so they didn't know how to articulate a lot of things a lot of the way they felt Uh, with all that being said i i want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this conversation On that note, y'all, we out. Thank Thank you. Peace. Peace, you guys. Now, I trust that you all were paying close attention to accountability and the lack thereof throughout this conversation. And maybe you could pinpoint the reasons as to why it's that way. Now, as we work to bridge the gaps between the generations, I want you to rehash the conversation between Michaela, a younger generation, the newer generation, Mama Damana, before my generation, as well as Brother Marquinn, who is the same generation as I. Listen to the different tones in voice and the passion behind what they were saying and talking about. Listen for where the hearing each other ended then we're picked back up because of curiosity. Listen to the questions that they asked each other. After listening to the full three episodes, with this one being the shortest, is being a victim a choice? If so, how and why? And if not, why not? Does bullying lead to sexual assault? Can you connect the two? Does sexuality play a huge role in the violence that we're seeing on our streets, especially in communities like Inglewood? If this is the case, then what are we to do about it? A message to politicians, black nationalists, white supremacist. The man that cries woof is usually the man that is losing. You can't speak with such passion about things you don't know about. So in other words, you can't cry woof without that woof being inside you as well. That's how you know it when you see it and feel it. So honor that, acknowledge it, and the world will be better off. Become curious of the mirror you're being shown. What is it telling you about you and what are you attracting? Understanding this will better help you serve your communities and your constituents, the people that believe in you and the shit you're talking about. I know some of my listeners are wondering why I would even open my mouth to address white supremacist, but I need you all to understand that it's one and the same. Any group, any one, the individual, any individual making another individual or another group wrong to make themselves right, stronger, powerful, is the same thing. Get up. Get up. Get up. You all think that there is some big difference, but you all you gotta understand energy and how the universe works what it reads, what it is translating your feelings and emotions to be. The true language of the universe and the message to the black revolutionary turn black nationalist. Timing, timing is everything. Don't get it twisted. You can march, you can, f- you can fight, but you best believe that everything is happening in its time. It was best told to me by my brother Fred Hampton, Jr. If you all remember, Muhammad Ali was not put on the Wheaties box until a whole decade later, and it was after his reign. It was because if they put him on that box, then it would have given black people community, his community, black people pride, empowerment, that feeling of empowerment to see this man on a wheeze box. And it was not time for that. Because the others were not ready to be in the competition of life. With that being said, the next message I want to give to you all is for both, all generations, starting with my young, you all have come and blessed us with the gift of wanting to heal and deal with the different mental illnesses. But you must understand why your community, people in our families, our communities have mental illnesses. Why they lost trust of what it meant to go get help when you are suffering from mental illness. One, not even knowing and understanding it. But now they ready for you. There's a whole bunch out here that's advertising how to get help. When, if anybody knows the process of healing, the good life, you know there's a formula. It's obvious that these things were not there, so if they're there now, you better start asking questions. Timing, timing is everything. Why now? Why is it at this time we should be empowered through someone else's authority. I want y'all to think about that. Think about that as you become emotional from all of the movies and, and television series that are promoting even more mental illness. And what I mean by that is because there is a process once you have acknowledged, accepted, then where do you go from there? So I'm saying that to say you best believe there's a reason why it's so much help for mental illness now for our people community. Let's not be ignorant. Let's not be stupid. Is it necessary? Hell yeah. How do we do it? Grassroots, circles. Make sure you're checking who's in your circle. Make sure you're knowing the protocol for the beginning and the debriefing. This is a way that we used to heal ourselves, deal with community and neighborhood, even family issues in circles. Safe circles. Remember that. You always have to be curious know thyself so that you can see shit like this coming because they are ready to capitalize on that ass i'd like to thank you all for your patience again for this long ass series okay (laughs) thank you for staying tuned to the end please be sure to tune in next week thank you to my sponsors and monthly supporters i truly appreciate you all I would also appreciate if you would participate in those polls. Respond to some of the questions you all post. Share with your friends. And until next week, I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, signing off and out.